Hello and welcome, my faithful and loyal readers and listeners. Welcome to this segment of Verse of the Day. And today's verse comes from Romans 5, 1 through 5. And it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame. Because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. So not only are we at peace with God, we have the privileged access of a child to a father and his grace. And having excluded boasting in human status or obedience, Paul says that we as followers of Christ can boast or have confidence in everlasting security because of what Christ has done. This is the first of three boast in Romans 5, 1 through 11. And the second boast is in suffering. Because we as followers of Christ see suffering as a testing ground for faith and hope. And the opposite of being able to boast is being put to shame. Paul believes that this is impossible because the seal and guarantee of the Holy Spirit assures us of God's love which will never leave us. Today's Bible readings are Judges 6, Luke 22, 54-23, 12, Psalm 95, 1-96, 13, and Proverbs 14, 5 through 6. So that concludes our verse of the day segment. We're now going to move in to day 116 of Arthur the Bible in one year segment. And our focus for that today is on 23, 1 through 12. So I have split this up into two distinct sections. So verses 1 through 5, and then verses 6 through 12. So here's what verses 1 through 5 says. And then the whole assembly rose and led him off to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We have found this man subverting our nation. He opposes payment of taxes to Caesar and claims to be a Mas- claims to be Messiah, a king. So Pilate asked Jesus, Are you the king of the Jews? And have said so, Jesus replied. Then Pilate announced to the chief priests in the crowd, I find no basis for a charge against this man. But 
what they insisted. He stirs up the people over Judea. By his teaching, he started in Galilee and has come all the way here. And that's verses 1 through 5 of chapter 23 in Luke. The involvement of Pilate and his interaction with the Jewish leadership are recorded throughout the sequence of events in verses 1 through 25 of this 23rd chapter of Luke's Gospel. So the widespread culpability in the death of Jesus is evident in the range of participants. Overall emphasis, however, is on the innocence of Jesus. That's the key word, the innocence of Jesus. So, three charges were brought before the Roman ruler, Pilate. The charges began with a broad charge of disrupting the nation and thus endangering the peace with Rome, followed by two charges that elaborate on the first charge. So what is that first charge? So what do we mean by that? So the first charge was, we found this man subverting our nation. That's the first charge. The second charge that Jesus supposed paying taxes to Caesar is a false charge. And the third charge is that Jesus is the Messiah, a king. So that charge is true, though he is not a king in the political sense. It is therefore not a threat in that regard. Pilate picks up on this third charge, and again, Jesus' answer is qualified, is a qualified endorsement of this charge. Pilate then pronounces the first of many references to Jesus in this chapter. So that's verse 4 where he says, I find no basis for a charge against this man. So I'm going to pick up in verse 6 and go through verse 12. So on hearing this, Pilate asked if the man was a Galilean. When he learned that Jesus was under Herod's jurisdiction. He sent him to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was greatly pleased, because for a long time he had been waiting to see him. From what he had heard about him, he hoped to see him perform a sign of some sort. He plied him with many questions, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the teachers of the law were standing there vehemently accusing him. Then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him, dressing him in an elegant robe. They sent him back to Pilate. That day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Before this, they had been enemies. So Herod Antipas ruled over Galilee. That's the Herod that's referred to here. But was in Jerusalem for the Passover festival. So Pilate saw this as a great golden opportunity to pass Jesus off to him for a verdict. Let's keep in mind, Pilate was not a weak man. Weak men were not made governors or rulers of a Roman province, let alone a 
troublesome Roman province like Judea. So Pilate did this because he could not find that Jesus had committed any crime against Rome or against the Roman law. So he sent him back to the Jewish ruler to have him tried on the basis of Jewish law. So Jesus' appearance before Herod adds to the number of those who are who are antagonistic towards Jesus and adds another official testimony to Jesus' innocence because remember that's the whole theme throughout this is Jesus' innocence and we will pick up from here tomorrow starting with verse 13 and so tomorrow's Bible readings are Judges 7, 1 through 8, 17 Luke 23, 13 through 43, Psalm 97, 1 through 98, 9, and Proverbs 14, 7 through 8.